Thank you for tuning into another episode of She Laughs, a podcast dedicated to bringing you honest and transparent viewpoints in this daily faith journey. Now join with me as we listen to T and Crystal discuss the latest. Hey everyone, it's your girl Crystal. Hey everybody, it's Tanisha. Welcome back to She Laughs. Yes. Um, so as always, we're jumping on into the topic. So T, what are we discussing? Um, well, by the time you guys hear this, it should be a week or so after the public memorial service of Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant. And we kind of just wanted to talk about um, how their deaths um, affected America. Yeah. um, And how people are still yet grieving over them and how some people are having a difficult time, I guess, understanding why they would be grieving over a public figure, um, especially someone they may have never uh, met before. So, just our two cents about. All right. So, I guess I'll start first. So, um, I'm going to be honest. This time, um, I could not really watch the memorial. Um, I kind of knew where my mind and my headspace was at. Uh, that it was going to be a little too much for me. And reason being is this is around the same time that we lost Nipsey Hussle last year. It um, was. You're it's right. literally it the is. exact same time frame. Yeah. Um, and Nipsey, losing Nipsey Hussle uh, did a lot to me. Right. Um, I remember watching his memorial and just bawling and playing his music for days. And by the time of his death, I was just getting into who Nipsey Hussle was as a person, not just his music. Um, I had just learned about him like a year prior. I say all of that to say is for me grieving Nipsey Hussle the way that I did, Kobe Bryant for me is 10 times more the legend and the um, personification of um, greatness than even Nipsey Hussle was to me. Um, He has been someone that has been around since I was a child. Um, I remember seeing him signed to the Lakers. I remember some of the games with him and Shaq. Um, So to see him um, taken in a way uh, with his child and with seven other people right whose lives just they're gone and all and it wasn't at the hands of anyone it literally you were here and then you were gone i literally i said lord i cannot um mentally and emotionally handle seeing that memorial um that it just hurts um to see somebody's life cut down short and then it just made me remember um, some of the people in my own life that I have lost recently. Right. Um, some of the people in my own life who, not even recent, but left here at a very early age, similar to Gigi. Um, it just brought all of that up to see so many lives cut short. So I I, I personally, I, could, I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't handle it. What about you? So how about... Um... So you can't handle, or you couldn't handle watching the memorial service, then how were you when you found out about um, Uh, his death? I definitely cried. Um, I 
I started looking at YouTube clips of Kobe on Ellen, YouTube clips of Gigi shooting shots and jumpers and playing basketball games. Um, because we definitely saw, like, I, I was looking at them because I just needed to remember who they were and that they actually did live a life. Right. And it was a full life, even though it was cut short, even though, you know, we know Gigi will not be able to live the life that we were hoping for her. Right. It was not like she did not have a full life. And so that's where I found solace. Pretty good. Um... I didn't necessarily grieve. I think I showed more empathy for the situation. Um, just knowing how it is to lose a loved one, knowing how it is to lose a close loved one, um, knowing how it is to lose loved ones back to back. And um, I will never, well, I pray I'll never know how it feels to lose a child. Um, but I'm sure that is still hard yes um so it was very um very sobering to hear that news and then to see all the videos and pictures i know before their death you would always see pictures of him and Gigi, and i didn't really necessarily i knew she played basketball but I wasn't a sports, or still not a sports fan, to have actually known how great she was at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love seeing how actively involved he was in something that she clearly loved to do. Yeah. And it clearly was a bond between them that they had to share. Yes. And um, it was always great seeing those pictures of them together. But then after their passing to see all the videos and even more pictures and to know, you know, he coached her team and he was a dad. Yes. For real. He was a dad. And it was not just sobering, but it was, it was, it was very sad just to see that. But then a part of me rejoiced because they were together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were together. Um, and not to say he doesn't have, or didn't have a closeness with his other daughters, because I'm sure he did, but that was their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was their thing and their bond. So why wouldn't you want them to go together? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because um, she, she went with someone who was her hero. Yeah. yeah. So it's beautiful and sad. All in one. All in one. And then just watching um, the memorial service or some of it, you hear the stories of how really involved he was with all of his children. And then how involved he was with other friends' children. Mm -hmm. He was clearly a very kind, loving... You you meet people who are more... um, understanding of adults and then you see people who just have this thing for kids mm-hmm. he clearly was a person who just loved that, kids that just love <laughs> kids um one of his friends was telling the story of him um doing carpool or kobe doing carpools for the kids you know it was after his retirement of course right so he technically has the time to do that and um he started carpooling for his friend because the friend um, started picking up, I think he started working for the Lakers. 
Mm-hmm. So his time being home was not long at all. He was he was always gone on the road or in traffic trying to get, you know, to, to the, the Staples place. Center and all the practices and all that. So he said Kobe understood that. So he stepped in for him and his and took care of his family, made sure you know his wife and kids were okay or if they needed anything. Mm-hmm. He was like he was such a friend to me just mourning him as a friend and how loving he was to his friend's children. He said his daughter, one of his daughters who's nine, was crying the other day, and he asked her why, and she was like, I'm really going to miss Uncle Kobe's hugs. Wow. He, she's like, you know, every time I would see him, he would scoop me up, and he made me feel like the most beautiful princess. And he's like, he was a friend. So I think when you look at that and you hear that it should bring, you know, some type of sort empathy. Of e- yes. And emotion to you. Just knowing that they weren't just this superstar. Yes. They were a person like you said, that lived a life that impacted people that they actually intimately knew. Yes. So I know I hear people who say, you know, well, it makes no sense for you to be feeling sad over someone that you never met. I can't well, stand that. You you don't know how they might have impacted that person's life just seeing them. Yeah. We were introduced to Kobe when he was 14, 15 years yeah. old. Yeah. And for most of us, we were fairly young. Yeah. When we saw him. Yep. I remember, you remember when he dated Brandy? Oh, Lord. I forgot about that. Yes. Yo. You brought back some memories. I remember that. You remember that? <laughs> yes. So it's like we watched him grow up. Literally grow up. We watched we him get married. We watched him, his life change yes. before your eyes. We literally watched him grow up. So why wouldn't you have that connection? We Life is already hard. Stop trying to ice. Stop trying to isolate yourself. From the connection you have with just human beings. I I find it interesting though when people say, well, I don't understand why you're so upset. You didn't know them. And I'm going to be like, well, aren't you the one that's quick to throw up uh, for somebody else when they post, hey, my so-and-so just passed away. You didn't know them. Right. And everything. So, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm just so sad for so-and-so. The same empathy that you can have for your friend right. who lost a loved one that you never met right. is the same empathy that you could literally have for this family because you understand loss. Loss, yes. And everything. For no other reason. It don't even have to be that you thought highly of Kobe. I've heard some people that was like, well, I wasn't a Kobe fan. and you know, I, I wasn't a sports fan either, but... This is a person, a human being, who is no longer there. It's someone's father, someone's best friend, someone's husband, who's not going to be a part of their lives anymore. And clearly, he was very active in the lives of his friends and those that he loved. Very active, um, not only with that, but very active in the community. I think um, the Children's Cancer Foundation said that Kobe gave away the most 
um, to their organization than any other person to make, uh, I'm sorry, make a wish. You know, he did the most, um, visits the most, I think it was something over like over 200, almost 300 visits, um, from children that just wanted to see him. They said he was the most active period. Right. And I want, I I'm like, we literally lost someone who's a pillar in the black community, even though you may not consider it, he could, he very well much. So was one that was in the, in the back playing an active, active role in what was going on. Even if he wasn't doing anything for the culture, to me, he's a pillar of the community because he was a amazing father for his children. Can we talk about that? That in itself is What's why, why isn't that alone celebrated? He he got y'all to trend girl dad, and I was able for the first time to see all of these beautiful black men yes. celebrate being a father in a world and in a culture that says that black fathers don't exist. Yes, absolutely, it's a beautiful thing to see. That is what he really bought out, and he was literally. You can ask anyone to hear all of the interviews come out. There's like the one thing they remember about Kobe is the one thing he wanted to talk about wasn't his games, wasn't his trophies, wasn't any of the rewards that he did. He literally just wanted to talk about his family. Yes, because he was there. I, I think he appreciated the fact that he retired and had time yes. to be with them because when he played, he didn't. He did not have the time because he's always in practice. Yep. And or always at a game or always away doing something. He didn't have time then. So now that he had the time, he was all in a thousand percent. Yes. He was there. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Because that's what my life's around mm-hmm. now. And I'm appreciative to the fact that they're young enough yes. to where I can be there and have, make an impact. Yes. So yeah. He should absolutely only talk about his kids. <laughs> now, when I think about his children, my heart goes out to the most is Capri and Bianca. Right. Because they are so young, especially Capri. Right. That she will not be able to understand fully who he was outside of videos, pictures, stories, and stories. Yeah. You know, she, she won't remember his laugh and him just playing with her. Um, Bianca too, because I think Bianca is only like four. Yeah. Um, and so that is where my heart breaks even more. Right. Because he has children that had this amazing girl dad that won't get to know how amazing of a father that they really And really he had. wanted all of them to play basketball. Yeah. He was really <laughs> big on that. He wanted, they're going to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because you know his oldest Natalia that wasn't her thing yeah um and he finally relinquished it it was her thing <laughs> a little bit because he even um I think Vanessa was telling a story how he really really wished that she would do basketball and I think he said that she would have been great at point guard because how she views or or surveys um the um space when she was playing volleyball mm-hmm. just how she looked at the players and their positions and it was able to maneuver. He's like, God, I really, <laughs> but he had it set in his mind. The youngest two. Yeah. No, they're going to play basketball. <laughs> but 
that tells you he he was going to be involved with whatever they did. Yes. But he wanted that bond with them that he had with Gigi. Yes. That closeness that they were developing. Um, and I, I think and something I want, uh, else I wanted to talk about, people who um, may felt themselves grieve and then for some reason, which we know, culture, which is backwards, felt like, well, I'm taking this too hard. Well, hmm. What is too hard? Lord. People lost their lives and it does something, it triggers a memory or mm-hmm. a feeling with you. It should, yes. if you're human, it should do that. Yes. And so even those who are still mourning, who do not and have not ever met Kobe, I understand it yep. is totally normal and natural to do. It affects you, brings back all type of feelings that maybe you not have not processed properly or maybe properly not healed from, it's going to do that. So don't feel as if something's wrong with you or that you're odd or that you're not normal. It is a total normal feeling to be grieving over loss because loss is universal. Um, I want to also say this because Kobe's death, and I, I really wanted to say something about it earlier, um, brought out a lot of people saying, you know, time is too short. Reach out to people that you have issues with today. Right. Um, talk it out. And I get that sentiment. Um, I will admit hearing about Kobe's, it definitely brought to mind some people um, who I haven't talked to in a while that I mentally just started praying over them. Right. Um, because I was like, Lord, just protect them. I would really hate if something did happen. Um, and we're not able to rectify. Um, so if you're able to reach out to somebody, um, do so. Um, because once they're gone, they're, the arguments don't matter. Right. Um, the differences of views don't matter. What he said or she said do not matter. Um, but I wanted to also add this as well. Do it with discernment. That's really what I wanted to say to that because so many times when we hear of a loss, especially one like this, we become so intoxicated in our emotions that we open doors that were meant to stay Stay closed. Um, So I really want to pray for y'all if you saw that because, I mean, it was running rampant. Don't don't let a day go by and and everything. And I was was seeing so much emotion and I was like, guys, I get it. But I really want to let you know some of them doors are supposed to stay should say a prayer and keep it keep moving. moving yes yes okay absolutely. pray for them love them um just because you have forgiven somebody and just because you love somebody does not mean they're supposed to be in your life yeah so um that was the one big thing that i really just saw myself wanting to say um because anytime there's a loss we can become overly emotional, emotional. and discernment goes out the window yeah because we're over driving the emotional car now. Yes. (laughs) Our emotions are there and in high drive and we're making every decision out of them. So yeah. Yeah. And guys, here's the thing. When it comes to emotions and grieving, crying and being sad is not the only emotion that grief brings up. Sometimes it's anger. Right. Sometimes it's depression. 
sometimes it's even indifference. Like you refuse to want to feel anything or you're forcing yourself to not feel anything. Um, So I feel for the ones, if you're on one of those that's on Facebook, I just don't understand your reaction is a, is actually a part of grief. The fact that you can't empathize with other people and it annoys you so bad. I would really question what is it that you're trying to hide? Yeah, there's a deeper heart issue there. Yep. If you don't understand why this would affect so many people. Because not understanding why and letting it be is one thing. But you not understanding why and feeling the need to... Vocalize your... (laughs) Yes, and be so annoyed by other people. Are we not human? Just going to say. Are we not? So, fix that. Yeah, because that's a problem. That really shows that you have no empathy. And most people who are empathetic are um, sociopaths. Mm. So you might want to check that. Yes. You need to learn what... Again, so I'm a word person, (laughs) y'all know. Look up what the word empathy means and sympathy. Because they are two different things. Um, empathy is more the understanding of, um, like I said, I've never had, uh, a husband or children to pass, so I cannot sympathize, but I can empathize because I can understand how someone would feel if that happened to them. So because we're wordsmiths, I went ahead and looked it up and it says the difference between the most commonly used meanings of these two terms is... Sympathy is feeling compassion, sorrow, or pity for the hardships that another person encounters. Empathy is putting yourself in the shoes of another. Yes. Okay? So I just don't feel... I don't feel it. I can I can understand it. I can put myself in your shoes and see mm-hmm. how you would feel that way. Yes. Because I may not have personally experienced it. There you have it. And that's where we try to cut it off. Yes. Well, I've never done that, or I don't know how that feels. So, and you push it out of your mind. You don't even try you to imagine. You don't even try to imagine how you would feel if you went through that situation or scenario. We really are a non-empathetic society. We yes. don't want to understand how someone feels or how they view. We simply say, well, I don't feel that way or I've never experienced that or when that happened to me I did ABC yes yeah we as people need each other and the way to reach out and connect is through through empathy yep that's how you connect because we all don't experience the same things no our feelings are different our actions and motives are different so empathy is what helps to connect us yes actually saying you know what if if that happened to me i i see why you would feel that way yes that's 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 all <laughs> that's, that's all it takes that's even if you don't takes. agree even if you don't agree you can at least empathize and say you know what i i see why you took that route i probably would have did it differently but i can see why you did that or said that's, that or feels that way or whatever and guess what to be empathetic is free it don't cost you nothing it don't cost you 
What you child? It don't child, cost you nothing. Child, child, to child. try and see had something from somebody else's point of view. Child. Just a little effort. That's it. Just a little. That's just, all. Just a teeny little, little it bit. It don't make them right, and it don't make you wrong. It's just a thing that connects us as people. Oh Lord, have mercy. So let's let's do a little better here in 2020. Okay. Please. It'll be great. <laughs> well, T, what else you got to say? Close um. Box. Prayers are constantly with everyone that lost yes. a loved one, a friend, a confidant with this tragedy. Yeah. Likewise. Likewise, our thoughts and prayers are with you um, because it's a long road. Yes. This is going to be a long road. Um, and I think we as a society all right the memorial's done and we go on back to our lives right um and vanessa this is and everyone involved yeah this is a life changing yes this is not something that is going to be okay in a year no or two years no and while we're at it y'all leave lauren london alone y'all leave a uh, first lady hustle alone about this ditty and stuff yes saints i'm coming for you and ain't <laughs> okay she is still grieving. Let Listen, her be. Even if she wasn't, Child, come on. it is her choice. She is still yet alive. She can live it. Last time I checked. So, let her be. Either way. Jesus. And I'm done. T, where can they find you? <laughs> you guys can follow me on Instagram. It's Styles by Tanisha J. And Facebook is Tanisha Williams. And as always, guys, you can follow me on Facebook and IG at Charmaine Kears. Make sure that you subscribe on all platforms or whatever platform you choose to the podcast so you can get the alerts um, for each time that we post up a new podcast episode. Also, follow us on IG and Facebook. We'd love to hear from yes. you. Get in our DMs. We want to hear what you want us to talk about. Um, who knows? We might even... uh one day answer y'all's um questions but uh have you on the podcast you never know you never know all right until next time thanks again for listening we hope that you were blessed by today's discussion to keep up with the latest on the she laughs podcast be sure to subscribe on most major streaming platforms you can also follow us on facebook and instagram if you feel led to donate please send donations to paypal.me forward slash she laughs and don't forget to send us your questions as well we'd love to hear from you as always stay blessed